Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118-800-493-6118-800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, Saturdays, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern, with the returning Jim Valley. The show from Las Vegas this weekend. Holy smokes. Got a lot to get into here today. Bad news, as always, but also we've got some lineups and some fun stuff to get into here as well. I want to send best wishes to the family of Carl Lauer, Cauliflower Alley Club. We talked about it last night on the Wrestling Observer Radio Show with Dave Meltzer. Met him a few times, didn't really know him all that well, but he was a key figure in uh, Cauliflower Alley, which uh, was not why Jim Valley was in Las Vegas, mind you, but I would bet that uh, Jim Valley will be attending the Cauliflower Alley Club Banquet coming up this year as well. The Ormond, the Ormond Beach Police Department provided an update on the criminal investigation of Tammy Sitch. WWE Hall of Famer suspected of DUI in a fatal car crash led to the death of 75-year-old Julian Lassiter, March 25th. Department released a statement to PW Insider, noting that they have received part of the toxicology report. We have received part of the toxicology report. If charges are filed, they will not be until the investigation is completed. We will update the press release once a decision is reached. You know, this is this is not new, and I don't even, listen, I'm not in this line of work, but I remember in the 90s, obviously there were a lot of issues with uh, drugs and alcohol in the 90s, and uh, lots of toxicology reports. My God, those things took forever to come back. And uh, here we are, it's now 2022, and I guess I kind of had this idea that, you know, it's been uh, whatever, you know, 22, 25 years. These things got to come back faster nowadays. No. So anyway, still waiting for the results of toxicology tests taken on March 25th. More after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. 
Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Let's say life knocks on your door. And you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot of news to get into. Not to mention Rampage and SmackDown and Raw tonight and NXT tomorrow. Listen, I'm going to go over the uh, full lineup for NXT later because it's not very important. But I'm going to ask a question here because I'm going to give everyone a little bit of time to, uh, to think about it. I don't even know why. But uh, they've announced that uh, Tony D'Angelo is facing Zion Quinn. So, is Zion Quinn supposed to be a babyface? Is Tony D'Angelo supposed to be a babyface? Or is this heel versus heel? So anyway, you can think about that for a while as I talk about the news. 
MLW has responded to WWE's March motion to dismiss the former antitrust lawsuit against the latter. WWE wants this dismissed. In a statement filed Friday in U.S. District Court in the Northern District of California, MLW asserted they have, quote, properly pleaded all of its claims for relief in their initial January lawsuit when they alleged WWE put pressure on third parties to abandon relationships with MLW. The suit specifically is pointing to a failed deal with Fox-owned 2 TV, where MLW is claiming Stephanie McMahon pressured Fox and 2 executives to, quote, deny MLW a time slot that would compete head-to-head with WWE's NXT programs and to, quote, terminate the agreement with MLW in its entirety. MLW said that for the antitrust claim under Section 2 of the Sherman Act, they only needed to allege allege that WWE uh, both possessed monopoly power in the relevant market and willfully acquire or maintain that power. MLW unquestionably properly alleges, they wrote, both elements. MLW has pleaded the relevant market, broadcast rights for professional wrestling programs, and such a single professional sport or form of entertainment can, as courts have repeatedly recognized, constitute a market where, as alleged here, it attracts a unique audience limiting the number of economic substitutes. MLW also alleges WWE has monopoly power because, among other things, it holds 85% of the relevant market and has reduced the output of professional wrestling broadcasts. MLW's pleaded WWE has willfully acquired and maintained that monopoly power by preventing MLW from distributing its programs through Tubi and Vice, by locking up wrestling talent and key networks with exclusivity agreements, and by other conduct to constrain competitors and competition. WWE argues MLW's claim is insufficient because WWE contends it does not allege facts, quote, suggesting that WWE could possibly hold any power over the dozens, if not hundreds, of networks, cable, and streaming services, which WWE has no commercial relationship with. There's much more on this in the uh, on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com. There is, of course, the quote from Jerry McDivitt in The Observer. If Tubi breached, then sue Tubi. As to Vice, WWE has no commercial relationship with them, or for that matter, any of the other dozens of contact distribution entities with whom MLW could do a deal with if they had a commercially viable product. They put a show on Vice, if my memory serves me correctly, after one of the Dark Side shows, they lost most of the audience. I think I read they got 40,000 viewers. No wonder Vice did no further deal. This guy's brutal. He's Holy smokes, he's brutal. <laughs> but anyway... Anyway, there's a point to all of this. I'll just cut to the chase. I don't know who's right and who's wrong. I don't know what's going on, okay? But MLW absolutely believes that they have a case here, and there is wrongdoing by WWE. And I bring this up because you ain't going to all this trouble and demanding a, a jury trial just to whatever. I mean, there's there's a belief here. And... uh and I bring it up because, you know, remember that whole thing with bots? And everybody ridiculed Tony Khan about the bots? I don't know what's going on. I don't know who's, I don't know. If, I don't like to say I don't know who's behind the bots because it sounds like it's a storyline from Sonic the Hedgehog. But the point is, I don't know who's behind all of this or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, this also, not something Tony Khan made up. Not something he just wanted to tweet for attention. Something's going on. Is he going to get litigious? He might. 
That's why I'm bringing it up here. Like, don't think that this is just like some goofy thing that Tony came up with. This could be litigated. I guess we'll find out at the end of this uh, this investigation here. But sometimes I think that fans hear these stories and are like, ah, it's not always that. Sometimes there's something going on. So anyway, that's the story. Well, with a guy like Tony Khan, I mean, you know, he's not just some blowhard indie local promoter. I mean, if he's going to tweet something, there's probably something behind it. Whether you like what's behind it or not, it's a different story. But, you know, MLW, there's going to be a lot that has to come out about this before I think anybody can really make their minds up on it. One of the reasons why is because... What was the spot that they were offered on Tubi, which is a streaming service? It's like everything else. There's a portal you can go through and watch Sky News or watch local affiliates, Fox affiliates, and, and owned affiliates from across the country. So I, I don't know. You know, were they were they going to be offered a spot head up, really? Or were they just going all those little things like that, what MLW is claiming and what WWE is claiming that they didn't do, all of it's just going to have to come out in the wash once this thing I guess goes to trial if it actually makes it that far. As far as Jerry McDivitt goes, he's a very tough opponent to go head up against. And he is, I'm sure, going to be quite colorful and full of himself and what is probably going to be, one would assume, one of his last high-profile cases here, uh, at least with WWE, for, for at least for the time being right now. I'm not going to address this on the air. I'm dealing with something in the chat here. Which one, YouTube or Twitch? Well, actually, it's a, I think it's a YouTube guy on Twitch. Ah. He's actually just hes very upset <laughs> that uh, Tony mentioned this three weeks ago. We haven't had an update yet. Bro, we can't get toxicology reports back in four weeks. So you think they're going to yeah, finish this really. investigation and do all of this in three weeks? The investigation is yeah. ongoing. Bro, this could be six months. It could be a year. I don't know how long it's going to take. But, like, this ain't Perry Mason. Yeah. Or in an hour, we're going to have an answer to this question. It's going to take a while. Yes, I name drop Perry Mason. If we're excellent going back. sports show from, or uh, court sports? show from back in the day. Why is it he that... He probably uh, played baseball or something. You ever watch Murder, She Wrote? You remember that show? I'm starting to oh, think man. that, like... I think Granny she, liked that show. Uh, you got to ask her, like, for some reason in that little small town around this woman, everybody kept dying. There always seemed to be something happening, yet, yet she... And she was involved in all of it, yet never... Never was looked at as a suspect. Well, when you live in a small town, there's like one person in charge of, you know, doing all this stuff. I think Does, she was in cahoots with that sheriff. In. Hey, Maybe she they were doing cousins. something. Let's get out of here. You know what I mean. John Cena recently offered some praise for Austin Theory. He sent a message on social media for the 16-time world champion's 45th birthday. The message included an apology from the 24-year-old, this is Austin Theory, for, <laughs> quote, being a better U.S. champ. Theory also attached a video of him telling a young Cena that he is a young Cena fan that he is better than their hero. Cena responded by saying Theory shouldn't apologize for having more talent. He should only apologize after 20 years if he hasn't put in the work required to capitalize on. This John Cena is something else. He's a uh, he's a robot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even saying that like in in a negative way. I guess it's kind of a negative. But it's not. I'm actually not meaning it to be negative at all. He's very robotic. Like Incredible you always know exactly what he's going to say yeah. in all of these circumstances. <laughs> and uh, he did, however, say because I think and this, it's usually generic and right. Like usually people can't complain about. Well, it. this was in his programming because whoever programmed this, like, is a robot. He just has to repeat it. But as a human being, he go, "What am I saying here?" 
He goes, everyone understands you have far more talent, strength, and gifts than I ever had. Well, first off, it's an objective fact he does not have more strength than you, John Cena. You're really? much stronger than Austin Theory. I could say that as a factual mm. statement. Now, yeah. talent and gifts? Well, I don't know about that. I would say that uh, in terms of, like, athleticism and the ability to be limber, yes, Austin Theory is... is uh, more talented than than John Cena. So physical gifts, I could argue that maybe Austin Theory has more than John Cena, but certainly not strength. And talent, I mean, what are you talking about, brother? I mean, maybe someday, but uh, not right now. So anyway, you know what this is all about. It's Austin Theory's new chosen one. And I would not be surprised if Vince wanted Cena to come back and put over Austin Theory. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124-800-209-6124-800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. 
NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. The show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. More news. We'll do some reviews here in a while. Rampage bounced around the schedule in May due to TNT's coverage of the NBA and NHL playoffs. Because it depends on who is playing when, there is no set time past this coming Friday is scheduled at the regular time slot. May 6th right now scheduled for 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Can't wait till I post those ratings and a bunch of nerds talk about how the show's dying. 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Which I think would be uh, 1 in the afternoon in Hawaii. <laughs> I was just going to say, what, 2 Mountain? Heavy, yes, uh, 5 Mountain, whatever the hell it is, 2. Yeah. And also an update from uh, the SummerSlam tickets. Tickets went on sale to the public on Friday. They opened up 23,000 tickets in the pre-sale. They've opened up now 35,000. And about 19,000 tickets are out, which is paid and comps. So uh, that's the update on SummerSlam. Probably will, uh, I would think, get close to selling out 35,000, but I suppose we shall see. Well, live UK viewers of Rampage ought to be happy. I know there's not many of them, but I guess 10 p.m. wouldn't that uh, be around that uh, British summertime or whatever it is? So at least they're making out in this deal. Becky Lynch will be returning to Raw tonight. This is the lineup for the show, everybody. Of course, this is this is the lineup as of Friday, so it's possible nothing I tell you right now actually happens tonight. We have Bianca Belair versus Sonya Deville for the Raw Women's title. And I think they did that match as like a, a dark match at the uh, SmackDown tapings on Friday night, which obviously Bianca won. So uh, they are practicing the match, so I presume that's taking place tonight. And by the way, as we'll get to on SmackDown, Sonya Deville may be uh, just moving into the full-time wrestler gig because they're teasing that there is a... Uh, Potential new assistant for Adam Pierce. Randy Orton's 20th anniversary celebration, which uh, when you think about it, you know, I got a I got a six-year-old now. Paisley's six years old. And sometimes I sit there and go, my God, she's six years old already. Like, it, it, time just it flies. How many times do we hear that, how, how fast these children grow up and it's like a blink of an eye? But then I hear that Randy Orton's only been in WWE for 20 years, and it's like, Jesus, it seems like it's been about, I mean, five lifetimes he's been with that company. So time is weird. I believe Albert Einstein once said that. It's weird, this whole time thing. We have the return of Becky Lynch, and then an arm wrestling challenge. Bobby Lashley will be facing Omos in an arm wrestling challenge. Not a match. Yeah. It's a challenge. Well, you have reviewed many an old wrestling show that has featured the arm wrestling challenge, whether it be superstar Billy Graham and the Barbarian and uh, on Saturday night old NWA action. And they've done this in WWE plenty of times. And I have a feeling no matter what happens, it's going to end with a table being turned over and somebody smashed over the head with it. You know what I think they should do? I think they should have Omos and 
Lashley sit down at that table. Slam dunk contest. Put their arms up. The referee says go. And they they fight. And they fight. And they fight. And then... Ah, one of them wins clean. Then the loser says, God damn, you are stronger than I am. And they shake hands. And they're all part of MVP's unit. Can can we get what that? What about that idea? Can we get that lucky? No, of <laughs> course not. I was gonna say, you talk about me wanting to have hope for some of these things and fantasy booking something coherent and happy to happen on these programs. There would be nothing better than that. The only thing that would be better than that is if at some point as they're doing that the music hits and Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander come out there and they all look like they're ready to fight and they don't. And they all put on their Hurt Business shirts and everybody, Bobby Lashley's got a suit that is only matched by MVP. They give almost a suit and they're back as a unit. And the only time we see almost is when he is there 911 and he's putting somebody through a table with a choke slam. Well, that ain't going to happen, brother. I wish it would. All right, so uh, NXT on Tuesday, we have got Solo Sokoa versus Trick Williams. Fallon Henley! I have to totally turn away from the microphone whenever I say that name. She will team with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen against Electra Lopez, Cruz Del Toro, and Joaquin Wilde. Nikita Lyons faces Lash Legend, and boy, did I hear a a rumor this weekend. (laughs) Can you we expose this, please? Well, well, come on. No, let's wait till oh. tomorrow. Let's just put it this way: it's possible this is not the last you've seen of Lash Legend versus Nikita Lyons. Some of you will be in rapture; the others will be in in hell. We have got uh, Nathan Frazier making his NXT 2.0 debut. Every time I hear that, I think it's going to be the debut of. Uh, uh, what's that guy from Men on a Mission? The really big one, uh, Mabel. Yeah, Mo? Mabel. Mo- <laughs> Viscera. I keep thinking that's Nathan Frazier, but I don't think big that, that wasn't his real name. <laughs> no, it was, it was uh, close though. Nelson Frazier. Nelson, Nelson Frazier. Frazier. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, Katana Chance oh. and Caden Carter face Ulyssa Leone and Valentina Faraz. Have they gone through a promo as to how they've changed their names yet? They didn't do that last week, did they? No. Because if they do one, I need to hear Vinny uh, go ahead and reenact that because it ought to be something. And then we've got, as noted, Tony D'Angelo, the the mobster, against Zion Quinn, the jerk. Bro, everybody's a heel on this show. I, I mean, don't that know. Is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm this, this one I got to figure Everybody. out. Who am I supposed to cheer for in this match of anybody? And if not, why am I watching a match with two people that are that are heels for no? Like, there's not a Dude, reason for it. They never switched. Diamond Mine, Chase, you didn't get sw- like. Are they bad guys? I mean, every and they're supposed to. I, I don't know. I guess it depends on the scenario. But, like, this is what Cody had said about AEW that people had took and ran with about the tropes about good guys and bad guys. And this is the greatest example of it. Things just happen on this show between people for no reason. Look how we got to D'Angelo and uh, and uh, Phantasmo in the first place. We've got uh, Tyson Fury bringing up Drew McIntyre's name during a post-fight press conference in the U.K., 
They were going to do this match, and then the pandemic uh, put a the old kibosh on that. And so it looks like uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. SummerSlam, WrestleMania next year. Uh, just uh... I saw the walk. I, the Dylan White, I hadn't seen him fight in a while, so I, I saw the knockout happen. But the the most interesting part of the fight is the fact that somehow Tyson Fury does not get winded upon his ring entrance coming to the ring, which is... If you took Jerry Lawler and Dusty Rhodes, and I don't know who the longest ring entrances in history have been, you know, showing off, going down the aisle, this was it. I think Princess Diana got down for the wedding in a faster time than he actually did making it to the ring with his 77 different songs. Out of the six title matches, Saturday's Impact Rebellion pay-per-view three titles changed hands. Josh Alexander beat Moose. The Impact World title, of course, he had won it, and then there was the immediate cash-in by Moose, so he never even got to put the belt on. Then, of course, he had uh, issues with uh, his visa. Contract expired. I think they always knew that he was almost assuredly going to re-sign the way they shot the angles and everything like that. So uh, this was their uh, big match, one-on-one for the title. Josh Alexander won the belt back. Also had Ace Austin winning the X Division title. In a match with Trey Miguel and Speedball Mike Bailey. And Taya Valkyrie beat Deanna Parazzo for the Reina de Reina's title. And I'm going to watch um, at least, I think, those matches uh, tomorrow morning before the show with Lance. So if you're an Impact fan, we'll review those on the Lance Storm show tomorrow. Today on uh, Figure Four Daily with Tom Lawler, it is going to be uh, SmackDown and uh new japan strong and i i don't know if i'm gonna be able to get through the uh i think we're the semifinals of the cinderella tournament tom has watched everything so we could talk about it. i'm not sure i'm gonna be able to get to it but that's the lineup for the filthy tom lawler show today because we do what we can you know what i'm saying there's a lot of wrestling out there there is i can't keep up with all of it it's crazy it is crazy it's madness i would go as far as to say not macho madness, just madness. We also have a New Japan title change. Shingo did, in fact, beat Taichi. He is the new provisional King of Pro Wrestling 2022 champion. I guess it's provisional because next year it'll be 2023. Yeah. So it was a 30-count match. The first wrestler to get a combined 30-count in pinfall attempts was declared the winner. So I haven't seen it yet, but when you think about it, this should mean, like, Shingo could have hit him with a pumping bomber and got a 19 count, but since it wasn't 30, he would still have to get 11 more counts. Is that how it worked? Or was I it like you had to was... get a two count 15 times? No, no, it was a culmination. So if you got, like, a two, then that went on the tote board. I yeah, exactly. But, I mean, could I? Could he Could he pin him for, thir- for, for 22 seconds? Yeah. And then the guy kicks out at 23 and it's not over yet because it's not a combined 30? I assumed it was always, like, the deal that we'd always see on TV where, like, somebody would get hit, the guy would get knocked out, the guy, you know, the, the person's down there for a 10 count, but the referee doesn't see it, he sees a two Counts it, the guy kicks out, you know, and then that would count for 12, I guess, in, in this situation. If he just stood down there, he'd keep pinning him, keep going, and, and then that's it. I'm done with that whole KOPW thing. Racking him on with more. Well, luckily for you, it's provisional. Observer Live.
driving, but you don't love your car payment. Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Quick look at these uh, two shows, and we'll do some feedback. So, uh, Adam Cole Ishii, excellent match. Distraction finish. But it was very good while it lasted. It was a total... Adam Cole match with Ishii being Ishii, doing all of his spots as well. I love this match. Very, very fun. And uh, Jay White attacked Rocky Romero. Distraction, low blow by Cole. Hit the boom, got the win. He is in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. We had Lance Archer squashing Serpentico to lead to the match with Wardlow on Dynamite. Danhausen and uh, Hook are, in fact, apparently going to have a match. 
I don't know when. They haven't announced it yet, but it's going to happen. Eddie Kingston, Dan, uh, Daniel Garcia, 11 minutes. Both this and the opener were uh, heavily edited because I I don't know why. I mean, Tony Khan you normally does a, a great job timing out shows, but both of these matches went very long, and they chopped them up for TV, which makes me wonder about the timing of everything. Like, why didn't we start this tournament qualifying matches a few weeks back so we could... You know, if, the, if you want the match to go 20 minutes on TV, then, you know, do one this week and one last week. But we had them both here, and they both got edited. Wow. They were both good, but damn it, if I'm going to, if you're going to do the match, I want to see all 20 minutes of it. Right? Well, hindsight being 2020, uh, I wouldn't have included the main event in this and just would have went with the two matches and spent more time building up Marina and, and Jade and maybe not No, I'm glad Marina they're over. I'm glad they're done with it. <laughs> they're Dude, not doing it at all. They they spent they they I don't know. In a vacuum. How many times have I given this speech in the last 24 hours? In a vacuum, it was better than I expected. They did a good job. Outside the vacuum, looking at the build up, the character of Marina, the bl- totally blowing her off by Jade Cargill. I mean, it was baffling. I mean, she comes out. Marina's got an MMA gimmick. She does no MMA. She gets mounted. Her holds get broken out of. She gets humiliated by the baddies. She doesn't get a revenge on the baddies. Jade Cargill totally no-sells the big submission attempt at the end. Hits her with her move. Pins her. Like, she was right all along. Marina was no threat whatsoever. I was like... That was a payoff to all of this? Like, I don't think Marina should have won at all. But I don't know what I was expecting. But the, the payoff to it was just like, what? I don't know. I just, I look at Marie Shafir and see her outside of AEW, and it's like, she obviously has got a lot of work to do and a long way to go as far as her pro wrestling goes, as far as getting comfortable in there and you know emoting and all that sort of stuff. And... I thought they had a little rough diamond there where if you bring her in, you put her with a group or with something, and you bring her along slowly, you can show her off and kind of educate your fans as to why she's dangerous. Bring up the blood sports stuff and the, the cool stuff she's done there and bring her along. And I thought there were plenty of women out there for Jade as she continues her winning streak to go through. There's plenty of women on the indie scene to bring in for one night to go ahead and do something like this. And I maybe I see more in Marina Shafir than, than anybody else does, but I didn't think they did a good job. I mean, I'm not saying this kills her dead. We've seen a lot of people come into AEW, drop their first math, Jay Lethal, other people, and then they have a you know something to, to sink their teeth into afterwards. But I just didn't think they did a good job here at all. And then we had uh, SmackDown. So we had, if you went to SmackDown Live, it's not really a spoiler, but uh, you got two contract signings at the same live event. Because they did a contract signing on this show. And then they do a contract signing next week, which was taped at the same show. If you like contract signings, I got a live event for you. So uh, anyway, table got tipped over. Everyone signed. This is leading to a beat the clock challenge next week to make people say I quit. This was better than usual with Ronda Rousey. She was way better than usual in this segment. She was uh, smiley, had some charisma, didn't look like she hated life or didn't want to be there. She was good in this segment. We had Xavier beating Butch with a small package. And then, of course, Butch freaked out and ran off, and they 
lost him again, whatever that means. Is it another Butch losing streak? Is this where we're at with this? Uh, he's not a losing streak. It's just that's his gimmick. He loses and gets mad. Uh, he's only been there three weeks. <laughs> Shankly has challenged Ricochet for next week. Can't wait to see that one. You know, you got a guy like Ricochet. You make him champion. And then I got an idea. Let's have him face large, immobile guys week after week. Not matches where he can shine, necessarily. But him and Shankly is coming up. Which, by the way, this guy doesn't even know how a lumberjack match works. Which was pointed out by commentary on the show. Gunther killed Teddy Goods. It was awesome. It was great. (laughs) McAfee. (laughs) Riddle and Jey Uso finished with... uh, Another small package. Two in a row. Is that lazy booking? And then we got another small package at the tapings. So uh, they sure like them small packages in this company. Some people This was a good match. Very, very good match. Roman Reigns was disgusted. And uh, on the Filthy Tom show today, I'm going to book the next pay-per-view, which they did not do. They're doing something different, and I'm, I'm baffled. I believe I have a much, much better idea. Well, is your strong open weight champion for one year now going to be a part of that somehow? The booking of the next pay per view? No. Mm-hmm. But he'll he just be on runs the show. in and beats up everybody? No, no. I, I think it was very simple what they could have done, but they're not doing it. We have uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi are doing a promo, and Natty and Shayna come out. So they're going to be the next challengers. Happy Corbin tries to get Madcap Moss back as his buddy again. Madcap makes a bad joke about him having no hair, Ugh. which led to Madcap beating Angel. If you watched Madcap versus Umberto last week, I think they might have replayed it. I'm not entirely sure. Exact, exact same match. In fact, in fact, let me do something here real quick. Mm-hmm. As you do that, imagine having Riddick Moss under contract for so long, never being able to figure out anything to do with him. And then when you do, you give him this that won't get him over at all as a babyface. Yeah. Oh, my God. So uh, the match with Angel was two minutes and 24 seconds, and the match with Umberto was two minutes and 27 seconds. Ah. They were three seconds apart. <laughs> so when I said it was the exact same match, I was not kidding. Shave a couple seconds off both of those matches, you'll be able to fit them up in full on Twitter. That was incredible. If you still use Twitter today. Then we had uh, Sami Zayn asking for help in the Lumberjack match. We had a Lacey Evans gimmick, which was great. Here's another one. Yeah. And you know what? You know what? I'd like to be that guy. Be that guy. When Cameron Grimes did that awesome video package about his father who died, and how his final words were that he signed with NXT and he was going to be a champion there. And it was three years and he'd let his father down, and damn it, he was going to go into this this, uh, WrestleMania weekend show and win that title. And what did I say? I said, you'd have to be the biggest idiot, the biggest moron to screw this up. This is idiot proof. It's right there. And you know what? Oh, Brian, they'll screw it up. Oh, we have no faith. It's NXT 2.0. Well, you know what? They didn't screw it up. They did absolutely 100% exactly right. So there's a possibility they won't screw up Lacey Evans. Is there a possibility they will? Of course. They're incompetent. But this one's one's also idiot-proof. 
So we'll see. But it was idiot proof from day one, though, dude. No, it wasn't. Like, I mean, when, she was. Yes, she, she was. had eighty-five gimmicks, and she was a, no, a pinup but that's girl what I'm saying. and a Southern Belle. She's and... Macy Estrella. That's her real name. One, it's a killer name. But anyway, she wasn't if Macy Estrella. Keep it that way. But the whole thing was, she comes in as Lacey Evans, and that's what they gave her was the Southern Belle thing. And it just didn't. When you look, her whole story has been out there. For a long time, we talked about it on here as to why this is so well, they baffling. Yeah, and maybe now they can get it right. But, again, it takes time and it takes development. We'll see what happens. They tend to lose interest in people, even if it's this great thing, even if it's emotional, even if it's really real. They figure out a way to either talk themselves out of it or lose interest or go a different way. This person here is absolutely right. They should reboot the Marine and have Lacey be the star. Yes! Way better than The Miz. Yes. Can't take The Miz seriously in that role. Are you kidding? Who was a better Marine, he or Ted DiBiase Jr.? I didn't see that one. Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn in a Lumberjack match. Ended via countout. Countout! And you know what? Everyone here is waiting for me to just flip my lid, and I'm not going to. You want to know why? Why? Because I often see these absolutely stupid finishes, and and they're done in a way where their assumption is that I'm an idiot, and I'm just going to accept it, and this and that. This was not that at all. This was This was on purpose preposterous, to the point where Adam Pierce came out and said, in all my years... I never thought I would see a count out in a lumberjack match. It was acknowledged how stupid this was. And uh and it did play into the story. And don't get me wrong, it was stupid, okay? But it was it was in storyline also stupid. Not like in storyline it made sense, but it's stupid. You know, like the uh you know, the DQ in Hell in a Cell where then they tried to just change everything and blah 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 blah. So uh this is leading to a cage match. With uh, Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre, where uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I actually don't know what happened in the spoilers, but it better not be Escape the Cage, or I'm going to be, then, then I will be angry if it's Escape the Cage rules. After three weeks of a guy running away, and so his punishment is a match where the rules are, you have to run away, then I will be angry, okay? (laughs) But anyway, that's what happened. You think we're going to get uh, Sonya Deville and Adam Pierce in a match down the line? No. Maybe Sonya. Bro, and they wouldn't even let Adam Pierce wrestle a guy. Yeah, but they're letting Gulak get beat up all the time. Yeah, that's you know? his role. He's going to get beat up all the time. <laughs> Adam Cole's the one that's got to have a little bit of credibility. This other poor geek. He's just. Uh... Yeah, that's it. Drew Gulak is his new. Uh... What do they call it? Intern. Assistant. Is an intern. Intern. Yeah. Is he being like, paid? Okay. So yeah, exactly. He's like, okay. So you're you're you know not doing anything as a wrestler in storyline. You want another role? Okay. Well, you can train for it, but we ain't gonna pay you. It's a billion dollar company. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's a paid intern. Those do exist. Can you or Mike do a Tony D'Angelo impression? No. Am I supposed to be a good guy or a bad guy? I don't know. What's my inspiration? Exactly. People make fun of that, but that's that's you know, I need some sort of besides as, as motivation. Who was part Italian? How do you know I'm not offended by the 
characterization of Italians and 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 and, and those types of things with Tony D'Angelo here, making a mockery of things. Is that what they're doing? I don't know. They're making a mockery of a lot. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, they are making a mockery of things, aren't they? Oh, this guy says, make sure you watch Jonah versus Ashii from the Impact Show as well. That match was awesome. Yeah, I'll bet it was. <laughs> they do, the, got they do the greatest thing on Impact, which it's like every now and then you see something. It's like, how in God's name has no one else ever thought of that before? So what they do is the cameraman, he, he like takes his camera off his shoulder. He puts it on the canvas in the opposite corner that Jonah's going to do the big splash. And so you see Jonah come off. And when he splashes a guy, of course, the entire mat bounces up and down. And so the camera goes, which is, which, by the way, it's like, you know, it's stupid when WWE purposely, like, they, they, there's a guy that shakes the camera or whatever. It's the 90s. But yeah. putting putting the camera on the canvas and having the whole thing, like, there's a giant earthquake when he lands, that's awesome. That's Back in awesome. a moment, Observer Live. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 831 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. 
They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Got an email here. Actually, it's a text message from somebody who says that he was at the Rampage show and he uh, he actually uh, filmed the Garcia-Eddie match on his phone. And so he says, I can say... Uh, that it was 16 minutes, not 22 minutes like Dave reported. The only thing removed from the match was one minute due to the commercial break. So he's saying there was very, very little editing in the uh, Garcia versus Eddie match. So uh, that's from somebody there who says that they uh, filmed the match on their phone. So there you go. Might be able to get, uh, maybe be able to get a lot of that. And maybe it's not even for anything other than just aesthetic purposes and just to clean things up. I mean, with the way things are looking for them going up against the NBA and NHL playoffs, I mean, take advantage of the fact that you're going to have things moved around and there's things you can clean up before it goes on. Person says, Lash and Lions are eventually wrestling inside Hell in a Cell, aren't they? That's not what I heard. No. I'd be better off with just a one and done. And he presumes Tony D and Quinn are both heels facing each other. Why? It's going to end in a no contest or a win for Quinn when Tony D'Angelo gets sneak attacked by Legato somehow. Dang it, I don't have time. I'm going to try and tell this story really quick. All right. Remember I was talking about my iPhone and the autocorrect? Yeah. I swear to God this is a true story. I was in downtown Bothell, and I was across the street. It's at 8 o'clock at night from this place called the Hoppin' Hound, which is like a bar. And I look over, I swear to God, there's these ducks walking down the street towards the Hoppin' Hound. And I took a picture of them, I sent them to my wife, and I uh, I texted, uh, look at these ducks. I swear to God. I swear to God, everybody. We gotta go. Talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Live.